my name is Walter Urschmidt, award-winning author on the book on super yacht sales, speaker on the super yacht radio here in Switzerland and interviewing not just a person. It is a very special person, a personality that the name stands for quality, sustainability, and much more. And he is in Florida, the name Bob Dennison. And it is an honor to me to have him here on my show, on the Walter Schmidt Show, because there is so much value to share. And I appreciate that you took your time. Thank you very much, Bob. I appreciate. And let's talk about who are you and what are you doing? And what is the company looks like? Why is it still here? How has it been built? There is a whole history. I figured out it goes way back and it has to do with courage, with heartfelt work and so much more, but I want to give you the word. Hi, Walter. Thank you so much for having me. This is a really cool thing and it's an honor to be talking uh, with you. Yeah, so our story of our family started back in 1948, uh, actually here in Fort Lauderdale, probably one or two miles uh, north of where I'm sitting right at this moment. My grandparents came here on their honeymoon, and it was right after some of those terrible hurricanes that you hear about that hit South Florida. Uh, and they decided while they were on their honeymoon, it was still very much a town that was wounded by the hurricanes. They decided uh, right in the middle of their honeymoon to buy a shipyard. So they did that. And uh, a few weeks later, they actually moved down here and started building boats for the military. And then at some point uh, in the 1950s, it actually converted to building private yachts as well. And there's a lot that happened during that period of time. And of course, through the end of the 1990s, which was when sort of my story began. Uh, but my grandparents and my father and my two uncles were responsible for uh, building a brand called Broward Marine. And uh, many of our, my European colleagues don't know the extent and the sort of magnitude of what they did. But for a period of about 50 years, they were the largest producer of yachts over 70 feet in the world. And so we were very proud of that. Uh, my grandfather sold the company in or my grandparents sold the company in 1999, which was the year I graduated from university, which was kind of a heartbreaking thing for me because I maybe was hoping that that would be something that I would do is with Broward. But a few years later, we pivoted into the brokerage business, which is what we're doing right now. So the name here in the U.S. is attached to brokerage sales, super yacht sales, super yacht charter. Um, and we have 22 offices up and down the East Coast of the U.S. and the West Coast as well. And someday uh, soon, hopefully in Europe. Well, you have achieved so much success in your whole family and the history. And you actually, you actually took it over. And there are a lot of people that I know in other markets as well. They tried to, to take over a business from the family and they didn't do it. They didn't manage. Uh, you obviously are absolutely 100% in that business, all, all with your heart and your power yeah. and energy. What made it different or actually what was it that made you happen to continuing this successful story of the family business, Dennis and yachts, actually broad yachting? What was it that made you that strong personality? Yeah, no, it's a good question. I mean, it, it's, it made it much easier. I have a lot of friends also that are generational 
owners or operators of a business, it makes it really easy when it's yachting because especially as a young man, it's sort of an exciting thing to do. So there's always a little bit of a seduction, I think, into, into this world. And I also really, really believe, and I'm very bullish in the yachting industry at large. I think that there's huge opportunities for us as an industry to gain more market share. You know, it's been well said before, about 2% of people that can afford to own a yacht actually own a yacht. Uh, so there's a lot of room to grow. And uh, that I would say, as hard to define what percentage, but there was definitely some percentage of obligation, sort of my grandparents, my parents and uncles, third generation, I have four kids now myself. So the idea of passing that baton on was definitely part of the decision, but it was also mixed in with passion for the industry and just being optimistic in general about what, 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 what we can do. By saying optimistic, we have, we have a pretty special time right now. Yeah. Over a year now already. And it has hit the, not only the other markets, but also the yachting market pretty, pretty hard for yeah. some different companies. They, some of them, they really crashed. Others, they performed still. Yeah. And Dennis Neon obviously is still very strong in the, in the market. And this has a reason. It's, I don't think it's only the 22 locations on offices you have, but it has to be something with maybe the heartfelt work. Like it comes not just like having a job, it's more like a passion. What does that have to do with the success of Dennis Neons? Yeah, so passion definitely plays a part of it, I think, and in any success story. And we, of course, are, are consider ourselves to be a little bit of a success story. Passion is is certainly a main ingredient in you. I think when you can attach passion to things like grittiness and just a determination to be really good at what you do, you have something special. And so our success here is really attached to all of the people, whether they're yacht brokers or listing secretaries, our people on our marketing team, administrators, even the people in accounting. Like it can't just be the passion, which they have, but it's also attached to the gritty, I have to get this thing done today. I'm going to figure out solution for a hard problem and just being committed to being excellent at what you do. Like that's when you have that sort of mix across a lot of people marching in the same direction. It becomes something really, really special, especially during times like this, when especially in the beginning of the pandemic, it was very, very hard to sell anything because we, let's be frank, we're, we're selling things that people don't need and they'd appreciate so uh, in the midst of an uncertain economic time, it, it can be extremely difficult, but when you surround yourself with good people, it gets a heck of a lot easier. Is that something that you have in your DNA personally as well to find the right people? I mean, it's uh, so many people in the market, they say, well, I have to have the right people around me, but yeah. how do I find them and what do I have to change in myself or with myself to be able and to have by the end the feeling to get to the right people then also to get them convinced to work together with me to strive forward for success for the company? How, how does that work? Yeah, it's a really good question. I think it all centers around finding the right people. And if you find the right people, you don't need to necessarily convince them or motivate them or encourage them to work with you. If you find the right people, it solves all kinds of problems. The guy that started Starbucks, uh, Howard Schultz, I just read his book recently, and, and he had an interesting quote in there. And somebody had asked him, Mr. Schultz, how is it that whenever I go to a Starbucks, I'm almost always greeted by somebody that's pretty good at making my coffee, but more importantly, they smile, they write my name on the cup of coffee, and it seems like they know me. How do you train 
your employees to be so nice. And his response was pretty in interesting. The short version of it was, he says, we, we don't train people to be nice. We just hire people that are already nice. And so I think for us as a company, we're determined to hire really good people that sort of have that mix that we were talking about. They've got to be, there has to be some level of passion and there has to be a grittiness and you have to be committed to doing really good. And then the rest of itself, just sort of like all other problems are solved with the right people doing the right things consistently. Awesome. Awesome. Well, when it comes to education or training, or actually finding the right people who are already trained well, when yeah. I ask the question, coaching, I mean, in, in sports, without coach, nobody performs to, to the top performance. Yeah. And in many businesses, it's the same. What, what would you say about the importance of coaching and training, especially coaching more than training people to successfully continuing the business for, for going path where you are on? How important do you see that coaching? Oh, incredibly important. I don't know why or how uh, successful people perform at a high level consistently without a coach. And I think your analogy is perfect. There's not a successful athlete in the entire world in any sport, whether it's, of course, basketball, football, baseball, but also the individual sports, golf, tennis, they all have great coaches. And for some reason, many of us think we can operate at a high level consistently without them. And that's a mistake. We very much believe in it. As a matter of fact, our company will supports outside coaches to work with our brokers. There's a few different people. Our main provider of coaching is a firm here in Florida led by Lane Schmidt and her team will actually come alongside our brokers. She knows very much the problems that a typical yacht broker will face, the challenges and their team will get together with them every single week and help not just the encouraging part, but also the hard things that a good coach will do like accountability and making sure that the brokers are holding themselves to a high standard. Well, that sounds really like you are absolutely on the spot with everything, which makes tennis and yachts also for the clients. I think very important that they know or actually feel something that is going on. And now yeah. the, for me, it's very important also the question to hear there are a lot of other brokers, yacht brokers, and also charter companies. There's tons of there. And what is the why for a client that they should choose you? What is the why? There's a few things I think that make us a little bit different. And it really depends on the type of client it is. But I would say if I had to look at the big global picture, uh, we usually attract clients that have an appreciation for Let's look at the people that are looking to sell their yacht. Uh, it's usually going to be somebody that really, really values digital marketing, not doing things the same way that people have done it the last 30 or 40 years. The, there's a wall behind me here. And on the other side of that wall is an, a whole team of in-house marketing people. They have a huddle every single morning and they just try to figure out new ways and creative ways to get our listings attention. So a lot of times we attract people that are wanting to sell their yacht. And they're just not satisfied with their boat being put in a print ad in the back of a magazine over and over and over again. On the buying side, um, we usually are going to be attracting somebody that has an appreciation for a broker that's willing to make sacrifices to get things done. And, and we say it all the time here, my teams, but it is good customer service and good client service everybody wants that. Everybody thinks they can do it, but the only kind of client service that really matters is the kind of service that's going to make the broker hurt a little bit. 
And that could mean just waking up early in the morning and picking up your client at the airport. It could mean financially, time-wise, in some way it pinches you a little bit and you're hurting so that your client can get ex excellent service. So we're really lucky that we have brokers that sort of catch on to that and they understand that great customer service is going to hurt a little bit. And when we represent a buyer, that's really important that they're willing to spend late nights, early mornings, scouring the market, trying to find the best deal possible. Awesome. Well, there are a lot of advices. I hear that. I mean, I ask the question, what is the one single most important advice in these days because of the pandemic or because of the crisis that is worldwide? What is the one single thing that an entrepreneur in the yachting should really take a look at, make sure that he's doing that part extremely well? What would that be? I'd say in any economic situation, pandemic, non-pandemic, but I, I, especially during this time, I think it's incredibly important for a broker to put themselves in the shoes of a client and really make sure that as a yacht broker or a charter broker, you're, you're adding value. And sometimes I think yacht brokers of years ago mm -hmm. sort of just assume that a client should be loyal, assume that leads should just fall into their lap, assume that somebody should refer them business without really thinking through what's the value that I'm adding to the process of either buying or selling a yacht. And if you as a yacht broker can't grab that cup of coffee or maybe a glass of wine and really put thought behind what am I doing to make my client buy or sell this boat in a more special, meaningful way, where that could mean getting a better deal, finding the yacht that's off market, helping through the process, but what value are you adding? And if you can't really answer that question, honestly, you should as a yacht broker, just find another job or start working with people that can help you identify ways that you can add value to the client experience. Well, that was a long answer for this question. <laughs> a lot yeah. of content, a lot of value. Thank you very much for this. And I want to switch over to the topic of services. What are you doing? Actually, what do you, what do you do? What do you offer for clients? What can clients get from you, from Dennis and Yachting? focus on the super yacht component, which is led by Ben Farnborough. Uh, he leads a team of people that of course do sales, but also charter management, also retail charter, crew placement and yacht management services. And it is a full suite of, you know, we want to take care of a client no matter what sort of moment he is in the process of yacht ownership. It could be buying or selling or something in between. As an example of something that's unique to us that, that we're very proud of, we recently developed in-house a listing dashboard. So if you're selling your yacht, you can uh, log in and in very real time, see every single thing that we're doing to sell your yacht. So it's a dashboard that includes things like how many hits do you have on the walkthrough video that we produce for your yacht? How many times has it been used, viewed on the MLS and Facebook and social media? And so an owner can look at a dashboard and in, again, very real time, see the things that is happening to get his yacht sold. Well, there's a lot of transparency for the, for, the, for the client that they really know what's going on, which is important nowadays because they're, I expected as well from other companies that they don't show so much information because they are afraid of. But obviously, Dennis Neolting doesn't have anything to hide back from their clients or prospective clients as well, which makes, I think, it was so, a huge value for, for the customers. Because that gives yeah. security and a, a feeling of being safe, a feeling of being really treated fairly and professionally and yeah. also personally. Yes. 
Yeah, it's, it's very important. And we don't have anything to hide because we're very proud of what our marketing team does. We look to the real estate industry and the automotive industry for inspiration because many times it doesn't exist yet in the yachting world. And so that idea, for instance, came from real estate and uh, it gives, again, an owner at 11 o'clock at night can view that without necessarily having to call his broker and ask him, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is nice freedom for the client. And how can reach out to people to Dennis and Yacht? What are, what are the best ways? So our website, we're very proud of it. It's changing every day. That's a great, great way. We have all of our services there in the menu. And we're also very active on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, in, Instagram. So wherever you are, we try to be. So some clients prefer one of those channels or mediums over the other. And uh, whichever one you're on, we hope to be there in an interesting and fun way. Great. Anyway, on this interview, you as a viewer or a listener, doesn't matter, you will find enough information that you can reach out to the Dennis Yachting for either yacht charter, yacht buying, selling, or yacht services. Are you covering up almost everything, as I have seen also on the website. And clearly that comes from the history. So there's a long history behind and a long history also for many people means security because they know they are so long in the market, they will not disappear from today to tomorrow. They will, they will remain in the market. So there is stability, which is important, especially in the yachting industry, where we talk about a little bit more money than when you buy a sandwich or something else. Yep. That gives a good feeling. And I want to ask you now, what is the last one? Because I want to give you the last word in this interview. For me, it's important that you are the one who really can share the value. What are the last words that you want to give to the listeners and to the viewers of this interview? That there are industry is special. There's so many neat things about our in, industry. And I think sometimes we as an industry take them for granted. And our industry is so small and, and intimate. It's also so full of people, almost all of them, not just in our firm, but other firms really have a passion for it. And it's a really unique mix of great people that love the water, that love the ocean, that love yachting. And it's, it's special. It's not like life insurance, no offense to anybody that's in life insurance, but that's a really boring way to make a living. We have a special thing that we get to be in every single day. And I love seeing more and more how there's firms that are encouraging each other, working together. And I think sometimes uh, across a lot of different companies in yachting, it's easy to be paranoid or hostile to your competition. And I love seeing recent movement of people that are across company lines, working together and finding ways to cooperate and be in this little tiny pool together with encouragement and, you know, things like optimism and just sort of shaking off what can sometimes be a very competitive way to make a living. I love seeing the sort of community that's been developing. Very wise words because cooperation is always better than going a single way. And that's what is the future. I believe anyway, that people need to work together. So. Thank you very much, Bob Dennison, for this great, amazing interview with this lots, lots, lots of value for the listeners. Great information, great advices. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, really, from the bottom of my heart. It was a pleasure. And stay safe. Thank and you, hope, Walter. Thank you. I'll hopefully see you soon live somewhere, somewhere. Yes. And then we can continue our great information exchange. Excellent. And for the listeners, this was the great interview with Bob Dennison from Dennison Yachts in 
Florida, where the sun shines forever for everybody. Stay safe. Have a good day. Bye.